0: Welcome to Redeem Youth Church with Pastor Rojas where the infallible Word of God is preached and young people are empowered to take charge and walk in the light of God. Now today's
1: message. From Proverbs chapter 25, verse 2, one of my favorite scriptures. I think by now everyone should be familiar with that scripture. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 2. Everyone by now should be familiar with that scripture. Which talks about. The fact that God takes delight in hiding things. And the glory of kings is revealed when they search out for it. Someone there should read it for us, although that's not what I'm about to preach. If there is someone there, so that they will know that I'm not just quoting from the air. Proverbs 25, verse 2. No, you can do it without the mic yeah yeah read it is the glory of god to conceal or hide a thing but the the glory or honor of kings
2: is to
1: to set out a matter so i always say that god takes delight in hiding himself he takes delight in hiding things concerning himself And now the glory of kings is revealed when they search out a thing. So glory belongs to people who are seekers and searchers. You decide to search. Because godliness, I always say, is mysterious. You cannot understand God. You cannot understand Him for who He is. And the Bible says in the book of Genesis that the Lord has appointed greater lights in the firmaments that they should be for signs and seasons. Tell someone signs and seasons wow and if you if you have that cd and favor and understanding the times i submitted that there are 28 times and there are 28 times from the book of ecclesiastes chapter three i said that to everything there is a time and to every season there is a purpose so your purpose has a season after that season your purpose is useless tell someone your purpose is useless after your season that is how come you cannot hide now. You cannot hide your purpose. Because God is in eternity. And the cloud of witnesses in eternity might be waiting for us. But time is not waiting for us. And time is not waiting for you. Time is moving and time is flying. You have to adjust yourself. Other than that, your, your, your season will pass. May your season not pass. May your season not pass. So... People who came to church on Friday realize that this month is our month of prayer Tell someone, our month of prayer
2: Our
1: month of prayer Yeah, we are lifting up the standards this month Because there are things that are concerning us that we have to align We used the scripture last, last Friday, Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 11 One of my favorite scriptures I love so many scriptures though Anyone there? Ecclesiastes 10 verse 11 someone who is there should just read it for us I want diverse forms of translation for the sake of those who are not around because this meant we are really going to pray concerning some things we are really going to change some things concerning our lives Ecclesiastes 10 verse 11 which translation? Amplified Amplified, okay, read it if the serpent bites before it is charmed. If the serpent bites before it is charmed, then it is no use to call a chama. Then it is no use to call a chama. And the slanderer is no better than the uncharmed snake. That is the one I want. Any other translation? Yeah. NLT. NLT. New living <laughs> translation. New living translation. Yeah. Good. If a snake bites before you charm it, if a snake bites before you charm it, what's the use of being a snake charmer? What is the use of being a snake charmer? You call yourself I am the head and not the tail. You say that I am above and not beneath. Why should you wait until failure comes before you start praying? Do you know people pray after failure? Do you know people pray after the results come and they start crying? That's when they start praying. The Bible says that what is the use of being a snake charmer if you can charm the snake why should you prevent it from biting you and that is how come this this meant we have dedicated it to pray we have dedicated it to charm certain things tell someone ch- charm certain things yeah we want to charm some things concerning our lives concerning our future we want to put things right put things straight because life is indeed not fair So it will not give you what you deserve And that is how can you see a a girl So beautiful and you will be like Wow, this girl is beautiful And you are thinking she's going to get married To a good guy and her marriage really doesn't go well If life were to be fair If you are beautiful Then automatically your marriage should be So nice What is the word? Very nice, very sweet Full of romantic moments Full of messages on top of the fridge that when he's going to work he puts a message on writes a note on top of the fridge I will always love you see you when I'm back from work and they put it on top of the fridge what a romantic moment but life is not fair so these things they don't really happen I tell you if you've been around for some time you know that it, it, it doesn't really happen it doesn't happen at all although there are nice moments and you think this girl does not deserve this someone has passed and you think the person should get admission and life is not fair so it doesn't give you what you deserve it gives you what you demand tell someone it gives you what you demand
2: demand. Yeah.
1: so what you demand from life is what life will hand over to you if you don't demand anything don't be there and and be and wallow in misery why me why me why me get someone like me and I'll ask you why not you Why not you? The fact that you are a handsome guy in glasses. With a beautiful smile. Nice beard. What else do you have? Light skin. You have have S2. Wow. You have S2. Wow. You have S2. You have nice shaped beard. Nice goggles. It doesn't guarantee successful marriage at all. It doesn't guarantee that you'll do your masters It actually doesn't guarantee you get a good job A job as good as you are It doesn't That's what makes life not to be fair You see a girl struggling from a sickness And you are like This girl doesn't deserve it It's true she doesn't deserve it But the fact is What did she demand from life And life denied her when you demand from life, life will never demand you Especially when you demand in the name of Jesus And so this meant we are going to demand some things This meant we are going to demand some things And all those who are writing your exams dem- Place a demand this time round, you shouldn't go and write it again You should get admission What is making noise like that? Oh, who opened this thing? Turn close it so come Sunday school they are today they are on fire powerful Uh huh. what a shock so as I was saying it will not give you what you deserve it will give you what you demand so let us not wait for the snake to bite before we start charming the snake the venom has already entered your skin other translations say that not a snake, they used the viper Why should you wait for the viper to bite you first? A venomous snake to bite you. No. So you are going to prevent snakes from biting your marriage, biting your relationship. Oh, someone who is married said that, well, and that's his opinion. He said that the relationship is always nicer than the marriage. So no matter what you do, ensure that you enjoy the relationship. Well, it's true that that is his opinion. But there comes a time in life that You are so confused and you don't know the decision to take. And the worst thing you can do to yourself is to take a decision in the state of confusion. No matter where you be in life, never take a decision in the state of confusion. In such a time, that is how come you need adults in your life to borrow their experiences in order to take a good decision. And so in such a time, you borrow his experience for yours. And someone said that, It is actually better than, it's actually sweeter than the marriage. What a shock. I've not been there before. But from his experience, that is what happens. If this is what happens, then from Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 11, we shouldn't wait until we get there. We shouldn't wait until there is failure. We are in the midst of adverse failure before we start praying that, God, what should I do next? What do you want to do next? And so everything we are going through now, we are going through it because of our irresponsible acts. Because we folded our arms, having fun, taking frosty bites and fun milk, making phone calls, and when it was time to pray, we didn't know we had to pray. The Bible says that for it is God, in the book of Philippians, it says, for it is God that worketh in you, both to will and to do his good pleasure. So even in a time of exam, if you will to study, it is God that will work in you. Oh, should we read it? Should we read it? Yeah. Philippians. Philippians what? Philippians 2.13. Someone should open it. Philippians 2.13. I started preaching. And so this meant, no matter where you be, try and dedicate some days to fasting and prayer. Because it is the ninth month. And number nine stands for traveling. Biblically. Yeah. Read it. Philippians two thirteen. Philippians two thirteen. It is not in your own strength. It is not in your own strength. For it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you. Hey, Amplified. amplified. For it is God. Who is what? All the world. All the world. Effectually at work in you. Effectually at work in you. Energizing and creating in you the power and desire. Energizing and creating in you the power and desire. So if you even exam time, there is stress you cannot study. I'm talking about exams because I think we are in the season of exams too. And so many people are writing exams. How many of you are writing exams? Don't be shy. Let heaven know you are writing exams so that they can favor you. May you be saved this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Great. He said that it is God that will, that is effectually working in you, even to desire. You cannot get what you don't desire. It is your desire that will move you towards something. The Bible says in the last days, people there will, there will be marriages, people will be getting married. So let me use marriage as an example. What pushes you close to the damsel is the desire. Am I telling lies? Hello? Hello? What is happening in the church? Should we speak in tongues again? What draws you close to the damsel is that desire. And the Bible says that it is God who is effectually working in you to desire, even if you want to study. It's not an unreaded both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. Wow. English. But what I'm trying to say is that sometimes you need the desire to study. Other times you need a desire that I want to make it. Sometimes there is nothing that just drives you. The one who is making it is because he has a desire to make it. And the Bible says it is God that is effectually working in you. And then, how come you need to come and pray this, this man to pray. No matter where you'll be, give yourself to prayer. And let the Lord change some things in your life. And the Lord has spoken to us in various ways, and I'll speak on Friday, I quoted a scripture that the Bible says that the Lord declares the end of the thing from the beginning, right? Open your Bible to the book of Isaiah chapter 46. Isaiah 46. I see Elder Eli at the back. You can't see him, but give him a wave. He's also waving us. Give him a wave. Wow. You are welcome, our elder. Wow. It's a blessing to have fathers in your life that will instruct and direct. Hey, there is an unpreached message. The three D's of fatherhood. One, one, one day, one day. The three D's. Remind you. Read this of fatherhood From that day you appreciate your father And when the Bible says that the glory of the children Is their father Isaiah 46 From verse 9 to 10 Digital are you there? Analog are you also there? Anyone there reading? Really? The no, not from the King James for me Isaiah 46, yeah. From verse 9. Yeah. Okay. And I read. Remember the former things of old. Okay. For I am God. For I am God. And there is none else. And there is none else. I am God. I am God. And there is none like me. And there is none like me. Declaring the
0: end from the beginning.
1: Now, God, I I said on Friday that God is taking sides here. Trying to prove to you that, hey, He hardly does these things. He hardly does these things. To say that I am God. I am God. And there is none like me. No, he doesn't say it. He knows that he's God. Whether he tells you or not, he knows that he's, he's God. But this time he said it how many times? Twice. Taking sides. There is a none like me. And there is no one that can do it like the way I do it. And this is what I do. Read it. The first thing. Declaring the end from the beginning. Declaring the end from the beginning. And from the ancient times. And from the ancient times. The things are not yet done. Yeah, the things that are not yet done. Saying, mm-hmm. My counsel shall stand. My counsel shall stand. And I will do all my pleasure. And I will do all my pleasure. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, this is God saying that anything I start. Before I started in time, I declare the end. So he finishes everything before he starts. Are you there? Follow me so that you know why you have certain dreams and why. God gave you some dreams, and why, when you were a child and when you were younger than this in the classroom, although the teacher is teaching, your mind goes far of, of what you want to become and how badly you want to become what you want to become. And along the way, you let those dreams die. He says that once you be, I declare the end of the journey to you at the beginning. That means I've already finished it before I tell you to start then I show you how the end is before you start and that was what he did in Adam God created Adam and placed in him how many people? over 6 billion people 6 over 6 billion people what is the population of the world now? it's over 6 billion what a shock what is the population of the world now? Don't give me an estimate, you are all intellectuals here What? 7 billion You have your reference? Se- someone said 7.2 7.2 You are so sure? Wow No, he just googled I realized he just googled mm. Now, 7.2 He placed it in one man He placed it in one man And so and finished it in him and then caused him to start now. So along the way when he needed Eve, he just called Adam, said lie down, brought Eve out of Adam and then continue her life. So that is how God does everything. He finishes it, gives it to you before you start. Then he declares the end to you. Hallelujah. Are you there? And that is how come when you take a seed, an orange seed and someone says that I'm going somewhere, so follow me. And I show it to you. I say, what do you see? Tell me, you see an orange seed? It is a fact, but it is not the truth. And then we are all at a stage in our lives when when the facts of life are appearing to us as if they are the truth. And we are accepting and settling with it. Settling down for the facts which are not the truth. An orange seed in your hand It's a fact that it's an orange seed, but it's not the truth that it's an orange seed. I'm trying to prove to you that God finished everything first, and then placed it in the thing, and then released it to start. So follow me. So you see the seed, you are saying that this is an orange seed. It's a fact, not the truth. Why do I say that? Because in that orange seed, it's an orange tree. Hallelujah. It's also just the fact that, so you are holding in your palm an orange tree. It's just a fact, but that is not the truth. The truth is... Another fact is also that you are holding a seed that has an orange tree with fruits in it. It's also not the truth. Also just a fact. The truth of the matter is that you are having a seed that has a tree with fruits, with seeds, with trees, with fruits with seas, so you're having a forest in your hand. So God finished the forest and placed it in a sea. Hallelujah. And that was the same thing God did to you. That was how come when Jesus came, he had to declare himself as the second Adam. Because the first Adam had everyone in him. So when he sinned, all, all humanity sinned. Because everyone else was within him. So when Jesus came to the sin, he declared himself, I am the second Adam, inferring that every other person is also in me. So once I pay the price, they don't need to pay the price again. Are you following me? Yes. I'm trying to prove to you that God finished with your life. And we cannot lose it to irresponsibility. And then gave it to you. So the tiny seed you are seeing is actually a forest. And God finished with the forest and placed it in a seed and will it to you. So the Bible says, God giveth the seed to the sower. And the same, so he declares to you the end from the beginning. So he has finished with you. And then, so he said that before... You became a clot of blood in your mother's. Before I formed you, I knew you. Before you became a clot of blood, I had ordained you and chosen you. So by the time you became, he had already finished. That was how come he allowed you to become. And so over 600 million from science, PEMS, shoots, pump. No be easy. See your mind. See where your mind went. Ah, this church, pa. When there is that shot, so many, why is it that they all don't make it? Why is it that they all don't make it? And even if you are a guy, you should thank God. For you to make it, that means that God has actually finished with you, so He's allowing you to start. Because. In, in 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 the let me not use the word. Let me polish it. In the private part of a woman, in her organ is it's, it's a fluid that is during sexual intercourse that is able to kill the Y chromosomes. Okay, so the male bones. So your survival is actually not easy for a guy to come. The X chromosomes are able to survive that but the Y chromosomes are At the mercy of that fluid, it kills them. But if you survived all and came, that means God has actually finished with you. Tell someone, God has finished with me. He's done with me. So He allowed you to come. He said, I know the plans I have for you. They are plans of good and not of evil to give you a hope and a future and to bring you to an expected end. If he's finished with you, then he has plans of good for you. Don't tell me failure is in the plans of God for you. We allowed it. Because we couldn't demand anything from life. Thinking that life is fair and to just give you anything because you are walking through life. You take frosty bites. You are nice to everyone. Hey, I love last week's sermon. The days are evil. The days are evil. So he declares the end of the thing From the beginning. And so that was how come when you were a child, you used to see yourself at certain places. I'm submitting to you that this is why we need to pray this month. Because in the ninth month, when you are carrying a baby, and you are in your ninth month, two things. You have to give birth. Or the baby dies. And then they remove the baby. Or the baby dies, and then you also die with the baby. Is that true? I know you've not given birth before, but is that true?
2: Yeah. Oh. According
1: to God. Someone said according to science. So that is what happens. So God has ordained it in life. That when a human being is carrying something in his womb, in the ninth month, it should be seen. The same way for your life, we are in the ninth month of the year. And you shouldn't leave anything to chance. You should work it out. Demand something from me, this man. My life cannot go on like this. I know the plans he has for me. They are plans of good and not of evil. To give me a hope and a future and to bring me into, to an expectant end. The end I'm expecting. Because he reveals it to you at the beginning so you are in expectancy that you'll get there. And that was what he did to Joseph. That was what he did to Joseph. Open your Bibles to the book of Jeremiah chapter 11. Chapter 1 verse 11. May God give you faith to go and possess that which is in the future for you. There are plans of good. He has good plans for you. And it is your duty to pray those things into being. Wait. So he says he declares the end of the thing from the beginning, so he reveals, he shows the end of the thing from the beginning. So the question now is that what did you see and what are you seeing? Ask someone what did you see? And what are you seeing? Read that scripture. Jeremiah 1, 11. Yeah. And 11 read. to 12. Okay. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, okay. saying, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. what seest thou? And I said, I see a word of, of an almond tree. Wait, this was after Jeremiah had said that I am just but a youth. So Jeremiah was still young, but God was showing him something. He needed to see something in order to get to where he was going to. So read the verse 11 again. So Jeremiah was just like us. A young person, a youth. Because he said that, I am just a youth. And God said, say not that you are a youth. And the verse 11, he said what? Moreover, the word, keep, the word of the Lord came mm-hmm. unto me saying, yeah. Jeremiah, mm-hmm. what seest thou? What seest thou? Ask someone, what seest thou? What and I'm asking you, what are you seeing? And what did you want to see concerning your life? Which dreams did you want to have like Joseph? Which dreams? And you know they kill it. When I grow, I'll be a doctor. Hey, don't talk like that. When I grow, I want to have tall buildings. I'll have some in hall, some in a crowd. Hey, you are small. Don't talk like that. You don't know what you are saying. Then they start killing it. But I'm taking you back there. God asked Jeremiah, who was a youth, What seared thou? What are you seeing concerning your future? What are you seeing concerning your military? What are you seeing? What are you seeing concerning your education? What are you seeing? That is the question. What fear thou? And each of us, we are supposed to see something if we are going into greatness. Joseph was just a small boy. But he saw something. He saw it once. You saw it another time. Then his father was like, Do you mean my mother, your mother, and I was about you? But they saw something. What are you seeing? And what have you once seen that you threw away? How many of you have ever been daydreaming when you were young? Oh, I used to daydream when, even SHS, when they are teaching, once the social studies teacher comes, social studies father. I think I'm so after this. because once the teacher is boring, then I start daydreaming. I start seeing myself at certain places. Yeah, yeah. You see yourself counting money, you see yourself you start making plans, then I'll I'll be writing it down. I've no copy notes. How many of you have ever been there in the classroom and your mind is your mind is in your future. As much as you lost concentration I think the Spirit of the Lord was declaring to you the end. Because at that time, He said something that the mind, during, when spiritual things happen, the mind is what, is shut. So that time your mind was inactive. So the Spirit came to play. And then He was declaring to you the end thereof. And you took it just, Oh, my mind went far. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Then you just forget those things. But god was asking jeremiah was just like you that what's here thou what are you seeing what are you seeing now read on and i said yeah i see a rod of an almond tree i see the rod of an almond tree then said the lord unto me then said the lord unto me that thou hast seen well thou hast seen well thou hast seen right everything you saw you saw it well because i declared the end of the things from the beginning. So what you saw, you saw well. Read on. For I will hasten my words to perform it. Other translations say that I will watch my word and perform it. What you have seen? I will watch and perform. And that is why we need to pray this meant. God, perform that which you reveal to me. And so because Joseph saw something, he held on to it. And even in the, in the pits and in the prison, he just knew that I was going somewhere. So what are you seeing? What are you seeing? What are you seeing? So The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. What are you seeing? And so the facts of life are are making us throw our forests away. That is just a fact. Failure is just a fact. You failed math. It's okay. It's just a fact you failed. But the truth is that you are not a failure in life. You are actually going somewhere. And that is not the end of the road. And so it's your duty now to bring things and say, God, that which you revealed to me, perform it. And you pray concerning it. So if what you saw is different from what you, what you see, then what you see is just temporary. Because what you see is by sight. And the Bible says in the book of Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 that we walk by faith and not by sight. And Romans chapter 1 verse 17 says that for the just shall live by faith. So we are not working by sight. But by faith so if God showed you something and you saw something and you are holding on to what you saw if what you saw is not the same as what you see then what you see is just temporary are you are, should i come again God asked Jeremiah what fear thou so God showed him something as God has also shown you something. Now, so if what He showed you is different from what you see, then what you see is just temporary. Perfect example if God has revealed your future to you, and what you see now is in the pit, what you see now is a D7 in mass, then the D7 in mass is just temporary so if what you saw is different from what you see then what you see is just temporary and so you don't hold on to what you are seeing now for the just shall live by faith for we walk not by sight. second corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 Like Joseph was. Joseph saw something, so when he was in the peace and he saw the peace, he knew that the peace was just temporary. Five seven, second Corinthians five seven. For we walk for we walk by faith. Not by sight. Not by sight. Not what we are seeing. We walk by faith. What we saw. What we saw gives us faith. He declared the end thereof. When we started at thing, I saw something else. Therefore, if I'm seeing now a D7, I'm not walking by D7. It's a fact I have a D7, but the truth is that I'm not a failure. Tell someone I am not a failure. the fact is that I have a D7 the truth is that I won't fail and that is the attitude we should have towards life work by faith work by faith in all aspects buddy if you have seen the damsel you have confirmation damsel I have seen you hey Maybe if you tell me no, oh boy, because if what I saw is different from what I see, which is the no from you, then what I see, which is the no from you, is just temporary. You change your answer very soon.
2: You change it very soon.
1: It works in all sectors. Mention the sector. You've been diagnosed of what? Kidney failure. Great Ebola. The Ebola, no? Have you? Someone sent me a certain Whatsapp video. The the Ebola, no? So if if what I saw is different from what I'm experiencing now and I've been diagnosed of Ebola, then what I see Ebola now is just temporary for we walk by faith and not by sight not what we are seeing not what I am seeing on paper for the, for Isaiah said that whose report shall we believe whose report is it a report from Waek? it's just a fact, that is not the truth hold on to what the Lord has revealed to you and that is how this meant we are praying God he said you watch your word and perform it perform it perform it because I am not a failure my uncle said so. But that was not what he showed me. You know how family can frustrate you when result comes? Or you've not been through it. They'll so insult you then when you get admission to now then they'll say, uh ah. that a post school. That I Had a friend whose father could get him a job because of the position of his father. And then <laughs> The man told the son that, do you know how I started? What I went through before I started is making me to maintain what I'm having now. So you don't worry, make sure you get a job. I will ensure that your salary comes. So as for the job, you go and look for it. By the salary, oh, I will make sure they push your salary for you. But as for the job, go and get it yourself. If the man can work on the salary that means he can equally work on the job say no, go go and look for a job the the salary will talk about it so even your own people your own people, your own household they kill it they make you, they push you to accept that this is not a forest it's just a seed
2: it's just a seed
1: and so those of you who are yet to go for certain interviews don't panic if what you saw is different from what you see, then what you see is just temporary. Rise up unto your it. The question now is what are you seeing? Because the Bible says that He declares the end of a thing from the beginning. When you start the journey, He declares it unto you. And some of you. You have thrown your dreams away. A young lady came to my office this week. I asked her, what do you want to be? She said, I want to be a journalist and a lawyer. I was like, wow. He said, I wanted to be a journalist and a lawyer. I said, why, why, why? Then what happened now? He said, everyone says, He said, my uncle and his wife say that, I will be a. The best thing for me to do is to be a secretary. Or maybe go and try nursing. So I'm weighing the two options. And I said, when she was with her mom, away, she had always wanted to be a journalist. I said, So how was your performance in. in WASI? He said, I had to fix this. One A and, and I had a D in math, so they said, I won't go to school. So what? Is that what they said? So me, I have so many results left on my laptop. because so I opened, I said, "This one, EH, this is even that one guy in school. And what are you saying? Before her faith started coming back. What I'm trying to tell you is that most people whose dreams have been killed, and their life is locked up in education. In schooling, not even education. We are just schooling, passing through, passing through, passing through. But the Bible said in the book of Genesis that and Joseph dreamed yet another dream. I'm going to pray right now. God, give me yet another dream. Show me something I need to see again. Because it is only what I see from you that is permanent. Situations and the way people speak around us are sometimes pushing us to accept a forest as a seed. Men and brethren, if what you saw from your father God is different from what you are seeing right now, then I bet you you shouldn't accept what you are seeing right now. You should see it as temporary. Pray that God will give you yet another dream. He should quicken them that are dead in you. You had a dream you would be a great beautician. And they killed it. You wanted to be a beautician. They killed it. You wanted to be a fashion designer. And you had a wild dream. Of how to set up your own company. Now continue to pray that God will give you the grace to walk by faith and not by sight. To walk by faith, to walk by what He has showed you and not what you are seeing currently. Not the referrals you are seeing currently. Not the disappointment you are seeing currently. Not the D7's and the E8's you are seeing currently But you walk by what He has shown you Not what your bank statement is telling you right now But what He has revealed to you Not what your pocket is telling you right now But what the Lord has told you in your prayer closet What the Lord told you That indeed He will make you fruitful He spoke to us in the season of favor He spoke to us again in the season Of fruitfulness Hold on to his word He said what fear thou Tell him to give you the grace The grace The grace Jeremiah was a young person And God said Say not that I am a youth 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 youth. But what fear thou? Don't say you are just a young person. What are you seeing? That which you have seen, you have seen well and you have seen right. I will watch it and perform it in your life. Because I reveal the end from the beginning. I declare to you how the end is going to be. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you for this evening. We honor you, we give you the praise. We exalt your name in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that out of our belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Go on, just place your hand on your belly. The waters in you should not die. They should not be stagnant. They should be flowing. And they should be living. Your dreams should be living. Your dreams should not die. That which you carry in your womb should not die. Father, I pray right now. Jesus said, out of our belly shall flow. Let every stagnant dream Right now, every stagnant gift, right now, begin to flow. I declare let them receive life from on high in order to flow. He said that they shall flow rivers. Rivers, them that have just one multiply it. Let every soul here has more have multiple gifts and multiple dreams. May they have rivers, not just the river, but rivers. In the name of Jesus, he said, shall flow rivers of living waters. I declare, anyone who has dead dreams, may their dreams right now become living. May their giftings become living. In the name of Jesus, devil, lay off your hands. May their dreams and desires become living once again. And let it flow out of your belly. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving.
0: We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message. For more information, contact these numbers 020 820 2782 or 0244 467965. Or you can log on to our Facebook page. At www.facebook.com/slash redeem church, or follow us on Twitter, redeem church, or you can send us an email to redeem church at gmail.com.